Dear Ambassadors of Joy family, welcome back. So we recorded this Aloha mini-series late last year after our trip to Maui together, and it took us a while to release it. We just wanted to add a quick note since we all find ourselves in different times now, given the COVID-19 situation. Yeah, so a lot of what we'll be talking about in our upcoming season two um, has to do with things we feel that the planet and the world and humanity are going through in this current situation. Um, And all of this, we feel, is actually powerfully reflected in the values of Aloha that we covered in this wonderful mini-series. Humanity is really learning to embrace this inner journey and the vibrations that come with self-reflection while letting the planet heal itself and experience the vibrations of peace, harmony, and joy. So we encourage you to take a break from the news and take a mini-staycation with us to Maui as we cultivate a space of Aloha vibes in this mini-series. This is the special Aloha mini-series, part one, diving into the spirit of Aloha. Welcome to the Ambassadors of Joy. This is a space full of love, laughter, and of course, joy, created for us to explore the world of business through the lens of practical spirituality. My name is Priya. And my name is Amy. This is a special journey where we are diving into the Aloha spirit of Hawaii. And per usual, we will come up with three inspired actions or tools we can add to our toolkit to help us build more clarity, more well-being, and more abundance in our lives. In today's episode, as you just mentioned, Amy, it is very special. And we will be talking about our recent trip to Maui, which was so amazing. We were already talking about it. Oh, (laughs) so good. (laughs) Um, We spent a lot of time with nature and with each other, Mm -hmm. experiencing vibrations of peace and harmony and joy. Um, And of course, on our way there, the universe brought us an article on the plane <laughs> in the plane magazine um, talking about applying the spirit of Aloha to business. So what could be even more perfect than that? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that on this episode. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Um, you know, it's the first time that Priya and I went on a trip together. Ever. I still can't believe <laughs> in this lifetime. Yes, in this lifetime. I'm sure we've had many, many trips to other places, other dimensions, in other <laughs> lifetimes. But it was just such a magical experience. And I'm just so happy that we're back um, here to share everything with you guys. We're just so excited. Yeah. yeah. And so before we begin, we love to start off by setting our intentions together for a minute meditation. And um, today's intention, I just thought of this, it just came, came to me, um, is to celebrate life. So and beautiful. yeah, and um, we, we were actually celebrating in Hawaii together. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Uh, but for now, um, let's just, you know, stay in our space and just think about how life is such a beautiful experience. And um, we could bring this celebratory vibration into everything that we're doing. 
So let's take a minute for that. I'm going to ring the bell. Every time it's so beautiful. <laughs> oh. Oh, shall we get started and shall we start talking about our wonderful trip? Let's do it. Let's mm. begin. So I'm just going to start off by talking about why we went on the trip. Um, we actually crossed a thousand downloads for season one of Ambassadors of Joy. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. And it truly calls for a celebration. We, our intention was to really spread joy and to really bridge the consciousness between spirituality and business. And never in a million years did Priya and I envision that in just 10 short episodes, we would have a thousand downloads in just a couple of months. We had no idea. <laughs> We're just like, okay, let's go into the studio and record us having fun talking about these things. And that was basically it. And that was really it. And I, it just blew our mind. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. For, for listening to us, for, um, for taking time to yourself to come with us and take on this journey and setting intentions and taking inspired actions. Um, this is really, truly a blessing to us. And um, we're just so grateful that you're here and that you you were part of this a thousand download and counting <laughs> journey. Um, yeah, and that's really one of the main reasons why we went to Hawaii. Um, you gave us, <laughs> because of you guys, we wanted to go celebrate life. Um, and that goes um, right into the intention that we just set together and um, wanted to let you guys know that um, life is about celebration and we want to celebrate you by bringing back um, that energy from Hawaii to you. <laughs> yes. And I just wanted to touch on something you mentioned, Amy, um, because you mentioned how originally we had wanted to bridge the consciousness between, you know, the consciousness related to spirituality and then that consciousness related to business. And part of our, you know, why we wanted to do that was that we've come across a lot of people in our lives, especially in, in the work atmosphere, who really have thought that those two don't go hand in hand together. And I think with every episode, with every book that we covered, with every amazing guest that we had on, it was just more and more and more inspiration as to how it's not only possible but how it's just so amazing and fulfilling when you do bridge those two worlds together and how many amazing opportunities it brings about and creates all around yes that is so beautifully said Priya and that's a beautiful recap of what we've been able to bring to everyone in season one and oh my goodness and the journey is just beginning. <laughs> the journey has just begun. And you know what? I just wanted to mention, I was waiting to to eat this until we started recording the episode. But um, this morning, my sister left me and she didn't go to Hawaii. Someone she knows recently went to Hawaii. And so she got a, a hold of these um, dark chocolate Aloha Max from Hawaii. 
And so it was just, I, I got up this morning and then I saw them. She had left them for me on the kitchen table. And I was like, really? <laughs> I'm getting this the morning that we're recording the Aloha episode. That is just really cool. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat that right now. If you hear me chewing, don't mind me. Yes. I actually, <laughs> I actually really like the rapper sound. Um, there, are, there are people on YouTube that's making videos that where they're just like opening wrappers and like writing on paper. Yes, yes. Something like ASRM. I feel like we're doing a little bit of that here. <laughs> That's Feels a little naughty. Not what we do, but <laughs> so um, shall we dive into our topic a little bit? Let's do it. Um, let's see. Mm, this is good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> I feel a little naughty right now but <laughs> hey <laughs> you feel a little nutty eating this that's such a bad joke oh my god <laughs> I hope Apple doesn't censor our podcast because you know I, I this yeah. the journey has definitely <laughs> just begun <laughs> Ah, okay. Well, you're having a great nutty time over there. <laughs> I'm going to start introducing the aloha spirit that we're going to talk about today. So, <laughs> so there's a picture that Priya sent me when we were on the Hawaii trip together. By the way, we went to Maui. Um, it was my first time there. I've been to Honolulu um, and I, a couple of times, I actually have family members who live there and they love Hawaii, um, but I've never been to Maui. It's such a beautiful island. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, and it was just such a peaceful and joyful island. Um, I'm sure there's many, many words to describe it, um, but one of them is really this aloha spirit. And energy that we all experience when we literally, when you literally land like that is all you feel. So Priya sent me this photo that she was, um, she saw. Oh, Amy, she... I want to tell you about how yeah. I saw this photo. Yes, yes, yes. Even tell that me. was kind of like not supposed to happen, really. So um, yes, tell the story. Yeah. So Evan and I had rented scooters and this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. I don't know why. And Amy laughs at me every time I bring it up <laughs> and every other time anyway. So, but so yeah, I was like, no, I'm not going on the scooter ride with you guys. You do it. And I'm just laughing. <laughs> Why do you want to go on the scooter ride so badly? <laughs> I just, I love fast vehicles and I know that's kind of interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. I get it now. I get it. Um, but it was really, it was really fun. It was really amazing. So, um, we took scooters and we rode them along the beach and oh my gosh, what a more beautiful place could there be to, you know, learn nice how scooters. to ride scooters um, <laughs> with the beach on the left and then, you know, such a lovely like neighborhood road that we were going down. But actually Evan's scooter broke. Something fell off his scooter while he was riding it. <laughs> it was all meant to be. <laughs> and then we had to pull, we had to pull over on the side. And um, wait for uh, the person who's in charge of the scooter place to bring a replacement. <clears throat> so, um, so we were waiting and um, it looked like it was going to be a while. So I was like, okay, bye. I'm going to go walk around. <laughs> and then I walked, I walked up uh, the street and then I walked across the street. And literally like everywhere we were riding, you know, the beach was right there. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to go just um, hang out by the beach for like a couple minutes. And, um, and so on my way to one of the little communities that led to the beach, um, actually on my way back from there is where I saw this. Um, I was walking by and then there were a bunch of announcements on one of the walls. And so I looked over, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Let me see what kind of like announcements people are putting up here. And I, <laughs> and I saw this page, this little picture of Aloha and breaking down each letter. It's like an acronym, breaking down each letter of Aloha, A-L-O-H-A, and identifying that with the characteristic of Aloha that also mm. starts with that letter. Mm-hmm. And I knew immediately, I was like, oh man, I have to send this to Amy. And, so yeah. like, hey, and that's how you got it. <laughs> yeah. I was receiving like photos left and right from Priya and messages. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> but it happens all the time. So I wasn't shocked. <laughs> I actually didn't even know that your scooter broke down. I just thought that you were having fun because you were just sending me these pictures. And, and I just want to say that literally is an example of how you celebrate life. Right. Like when something, when something unexpected happened, I'm not even going to say bad. It's not bad. It's unexpected. You, you didn't prepare for the scooter to, for a part of the scooter to fly off of Evan's <laughs> scooter. But you were, you were in Hawaii, you were in Maui, you were in this like joyous vibration. You're just like, bye. <laughs> and, and you just, and, and you landed on this beautiful message about aloha. And like, you didn't even tell me the scooter broke down until you came back to the hotel. <laughs> so, by the way, this is why we're so late. Or like, this is why I'm, I'm like, like the sun has gone down. Because <laughs> we were supposed to do something in the afternoon. I was like, oh, whatever happened. <laughs> I, I think we might have, I think we were supposed to record this episode, but then we wouldn't have this picture of Aloha. That's right. And so everything is happening for a reason. And it's just so awesome. That is really um, a good point that you mentioned, Amy, because even that's something I feel like I personally worked a lot on over the last Mm. over the last several years is, you know, um, just treating life in the universe with patience and accepting, accepting the circumstances as they come. And, you know, that's something that comes with meditation. But that's such a beautiful um, point that you brought up is it could just as easily you know, been like a trigger to complain about yeah. the scooter, like a piece flying off the scooter. hours, <laughs> <laughs> I could have spent my time complaining about that. But but yeah, you're absolutely right. That is a way to a good time to celebrate life is even when something unexpected happens, like, okay, you know, what is just move forward? Yeah. Yes, let's go across the street and see what announcements people are making <laughs> about the world. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I I'll, love it. I'll let you read from the picture now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, I actually wait, I have to like scroll back to the Hawaii time <laughs> to find it. You 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 should read it. You you could read it. Um we can both read it. We can okay. alternate. Okay. So Aloha. Hawaiian word used when greeting or parting from someone. And let's start with the A. Yes. The word associated with the A is ala, which is watchful 
or alertness. Mm. I love it. It reminds me of of having awareness, right? And being mindful of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Maybe let's read all of these first and then we can go back and chat about them. Perfect. Okay. So I'll read the L. Um, is um, They say that um, the word that they're associating the L with is lokahi, is working with unity. Oh, I love that one. I yes. love that one. O, we are the O, which is truthful honesty. So good. And H, Ha-a-ha-a. I'm hoping I'm saying that right, but it stands for humility. I'm sure you said that right because it sounded beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I know I was Hawaiian once in my lifetime too. <laughs> yes, last month. Yeah, just, yeah, last, I was, yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> and finally, the second A, which is Ahunui. Patient perseverance. Uh, I said it like that because Amy and I were just chatting about perseverance. Yeah, none of this is <laughs> coincidence. And you know, I I actually really appreciate those two words together. Yes, patient and perseverance. I wonder if that's used interchangeably with this word. Um, ahu, uh, how did you pronounce it? Which one? The last one. Uh, ahu nui. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. I wonder if it's used interchangeably between patience and perseverance. It's very uh, interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's chat about these. I think these, um, so we have with For the Ambassadors of Joy are also a list of values that we like to live by and that we like to share. And they're very similar to these characteristics of aloha, which is why we thought it would be such a beautiful thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But let's chat about each of these and how that has to, how that kind of relates to this, this beautiful spirit of aloha and celebrating life and, you know, all of these great things that we've been talking about also in season one. Yeah. So Allah, watchful alertness. What does that mean to us? Well, for me, Priya, I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk about how I felt when I was in Hawaii. Mm. Uh, or in Maui. I think when I read these two words, it reminded me of um, the birds that were greeting us mm-hmm. and the trees that were welcoming us and the waves that were calling us right when we literally landed into Maui. Huh. And what I know the, these two words as watchful and alertness, but to me, it's it's like nature is, is asking us when, especially when I was in Maui to, to, to take notice of everything that's around us, to have awareness of what's going on around us. Um, yeah. And I, I just felt so protected when I was in Maui. I, I felt like, I felt like I was waking up to the sound of, um, the song of nature with the birds chirping outside and everything is just so lively, but also peaceful at the same time. Everything is very harmonious and um, yeah. And there's like watchful alertness kind of gave me that whole 
whole, whole vi vibe of being protected and being kind of, you know, um, having alertness, but in a sense that it doesn't, it's not like going to war or anything. It's just taking notice of what's going on around us, the beauty around us. That is so interesting because it reminds me of how different that is from the normal state of being that, you know, we humans tend to live in, which is caught up in our thoughts internally mm -hmm. and always kind of paying attention to those. And yeah. yeah, and it's so beautiful to think of that versus this more kind of essential, like natural state of being where it's almost like watchfulness, alertness, um, being watchful of nature and the things that nature has to teach us takes us out of ourselves, takes us out of our minds mm -hmm. and helps us center ourselves and helps yes. us gain that clarity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that is amazing. And it <clears throat> reminds me of a story that actually leads on to the next value, uh, Lokahi, working with unity. Mm-hmm. Which is that, do you remember, <laughs> you were laughing really hard when I told you about this, but one morning when I was eating breakfast and there were all these birds around, yeah. many little birds around. Yeah. And they would come up really close to your table mm -hmm. and, you know, just chill there. It's probably wanted your food and then you know, they just wait there until you walked away for a minute and then they come to your table. Um, and so I was just, you know, sitting there at the table eating breakfast, hanging out. And it was so nice. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I feel something on my head and a bird had landed on my head <laughs> while I was sitting there at the, the breakfast area at the hotel. <laughs> I remember I've never this. I've land on my head before. But clearly, it thought I was a tree or something. <laughs> as soon as it realized I wasn't, it like flew off. And you're still <laughs> laughing really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are literally one with like the environment. <laughs> yes, which brings me to the CL Lokahi working with unity. Yes. <laughs> Everything is in, in unity in, in Maui. I really do feel that. Um, even you <laughs> being able to have that because animals, birds, insects, they all can sense our um, energy, mm. right? Like they, they only approach you with love with, um, or with, um, with we like with weary, right? Like if they're, if they're trying to be, they're trying to be careful of who you are, like that's because of the vibrations that you're sending out. Yeah. So the fact that the fact that the bird just landed on your head as if you were either the chair or the tree that it's known for for quite a while since they've been in in Maui longer than you have that just really means that you Priya were were just literally in just just blissing out with um the vibrations of Maui like in that moment and you're one you're 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 in unity with it you're absolutely right <laughs> yeah and, it, and to me it kind of has to do with the other with Allah watchful alertness that we just talked about because unless we take that step to get out of our own heads so when we're thinking about our thoughts and like ruminating on them and just 
really thinking all the time, okay, I've got to accomplish this. I've got to do this. I've got to check this off on my list. I've got to do X, Y, and Z. And oh my gosh, this person said this to me. This person said that to me and so on and so forth. We're kind of re-emphasizing that separateness, that, that we are separate from all of these other things that are happening and from all of the the rest of the universe, from the other people, like these things are happening to me. Actually, we have a previous episode, Life Happens For You. Yes, instead not to you. Yes, yeah. is reminds me of that. Um, good episode, listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to previous episode. Yeah, I didn't know that that was like, every time I listen to our episode, I'm like, did I really say those amazing wisdom things? <laughs> wisdom. I'm blown away. You see, I can't even... <laughs> don't even know how it happened, right? Um, uh, no, yeah. it's it's beautiful. When you said that, Priya, I actually um, wanted to call out something uh, before I forget, which is, you know, we take vacations to get ourselves out of that thinking mind mm. a lot of times, or we or or we feel like that is the intention of it. But a lot of times, when we arrive in in the destination of that vacation, right? We're still in our heads. Hmm. We're still worrying about work. We're still thinking about the checklist. We're thinking about what's going to happen when we go back. Does someone drop the ball? Or you're checking your emails to make sure things are getting done at the office. And I feel like the bird would not have landed on your head (laughs) had you had those thoughts in your mind, right? Because then you, like you said, you're separate from the, the, what, what you're truly trying to experience when you've made set the intention to actually go on the trip in the first place. So I'm just really happy that, you know, you, Evan, myself and Ed were able to kind of get out of that mindset mm. and really enjoy our time together. It was just such a magical trip. Um, I just want to thank you for, for being in unity with, with nature and with us and with the birds. <laughs> Oh, thank you. It was so amazing. Yeah, I'm actually curious about, I, I've i read that article that we're going to read later about working with an aloha attitude only once, so I don't remember what it says. I'm um, curious about reading it after this and then tying some of these things back to business. It's going to be yes. really interesting. Yes, yes. Which is really, this is this is what's interesting. It's almost like, you know, we think that we can accomplish more by thinking like like crazy about all of the things happening in our life and all of the things happening in business. When in reality, there is a better way to approach that and be even more successful, which is the flip of that being kind of getting out of our own heads and then working with unity and being one with the universe and how much clarity and wisdom that brings leads to all of these opportunities that would otherwise like pass us by like the Mm -hmm. like the bird would not land on my head like you said and the bird can be almost seen as an opportunity yes absolutely right absolutely an unexpected opportunity yeah comes with a song it's like a living thing Oh, it's it's just so beautiful that you said that. Oh, I can't wait to read that article with you. (laughs) You're building it up so nicely. 
Should we talk about the O? Let's do it. Okay. So this is Oia I O. Um, truthful and honesty. I think those are used interchangeably. Truthful and honesty. Oh man, this is this is a really interesting one for me. Um, I'm trying to um, think about moments in Maui specifically that that resonated with this specific uh, energy, the mm. truth, honesty. Maybe it's um, maybe it's how I felt that I can be myself there. Maybe mm. um, we did a tarot card reading. Remember. Yes, and you already mentioned something from there. You mentioned um, not going to war. And the Taylor had that um, a warrior, but the warrior wasn't going to war. Yeah. He was wearing like no shoes or no top or something. No shoes, no top. It was, I think, the princess of, is it the pentacles? I think it's the princess of pentacles. Yes. It was such a beautiful card, by the way. Like um, for those of you who are who are like, wait, what? You did a tarot card reading. My my husband Ed loves um, tarot for um, for helping his spiritual spiritual development to to progress further. Not for not for not for telling the fortune, <laughs> as a lot of us would think that what tarot card is for, but um, actually it's a lot, there's so much in tarot card that is just beyond um, our our like basic conception of what it is. But anyway, we drew this beautiful card. We did a reading on, you know, hey, why are we here in Hawaii? <laughs> and what do- is the meaning of all this synchronicity? Do you remember there was so much synchronicity oh, yes. with the four of us? Yes. We were in Maui. It was, it was crazy. Oh, it was legit. <laughs> <laughs> it was legit synchronicity. Yes. Yes. It was pretty mind blowing. Oh, oh man. We we have to tell a story about that. Oh man, so many stories to tell you guys. I'm so glad we're not just doing this one episode on Hawaii, right? Are we we're gonna do another one, right? <laughs> I know, are we? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to. Oh, oh man, so much good stuff. But um, the but the card that we drew, the tarot card that we drew, was Princess of Pentacle, and as Priya was saying, she was barefoot. She only had armor on, like I think, like waist down, barefoot, and then she, she was completely naked at the top with her like boobs hanging out, right? <laughs> and she was just like standing out, right? Yeah, she was really chill. She had like one like wand with an orb on, mm-hmm. I think, on her left hand, raised up, and then like her 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 disc. Like yeah. the one that she would throw, like that's an actual, I think, um, like physical weapon. Like she she had that down on the on the right side of her hand, and she's standing out in, in this beautiful field, and and she just felt so comfortable. Mm. And I felt that that was how I, I I we all felt in Hawaii, right? Like we just feel so comfortable, um, okay, being vulnerable, okay, being ourselves when we're in Hawaii. And uh, I think that has a lot to do with, uh, like, that energy helps us to be truthful, to be honest with each other, to be open, mm. uh, to to not um, feel like we have to protect ourselves and pretend um, like we're someone else when we're there. Mm. So, like, the mask can come off. You mm. can be naked <laughs> at the same time, whatever you feel like. <laughs> it's... Um, that's how I felt. That's so interesting. And how do you think that kind of ties into 
kind of Hawaii versus our normal day-to-day life when we're not in Maui and kind of trying to, you know, be successful and do all of these things. I feel like on a normal basis, we would have our armors up, Mm. right? Like, I feel like that full frontal, have my boobs hanging out, not going to (laughs) work. Oh, you never know. Right. Uh, (laughs) Right. Like we would have that perception of that. Um, But recently I've been practicing embracing that character. I actually drew that card again uh, when I was doing a full moon ritual with um, Ed and we were doing like a manifestation uh, spread. And that was one of my cards. I was like, oh, Oh. here you you are again. (laughs) (laughs) She's really telling you to not dress anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Guys, you guys might be surprised the next photo shoot we might be. This is getting nuttier and nuttier from the beginning, like we said. Please, Apple, do not censor us. Oh, my God. hilarious. I think it's teaching me to stand in my truth to not hide anymore. Right? I think that's what it's telling me to do. And and that when you're not hiding who you truly are inside, whether you're in Hawaii or not, because I drew that car. We drew that car in Hawaii. And then now I drew that car here, right back at home. It's the same, like how we are um, in a place where we feel comfortable being truthful, being ourselves, being honest with ourselves, with ourselves first. We have yeah. to be honest with ourselves first. Yeah. We have to be comfortable in our own skin first Yeah, before we can, you know, go out like the princess of pentacles and say, I'm here, I'm here for you. I'm here to serve you. Because before we're truthful and honest with ourselves, we don't even know, understand who we are. Yes. Absolutely. And each of us has such a beautiful gift to give to the world. I'm just, I, you know, this is something that I've been, um, I haven't really actively been thinking about it, but it's been in the back of my mind and my heart maybe over the last like, you know, four or five months. But I do feel a lot more comfortable with myself these days than before. And it's always, you know, kind of growing, but yeah. It's interesting how much of life we all spend not comfortable in our own skin and thinking that we have to be something else or Mm -hmm. something that we're not or someone else or that we need to add something to our lives when really thinking in that way is preventing us from embracing our true essence. And unless we really embrace our true essence, how, how else can we even connect with the gifts, our internal gifts that we have to bring to the world, which yes. then relates to the work we do. Yes. yes. And, and how, how many opportunities come our way and whether those opportunities are actually aligned with our true nature and essence. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't know, right? We unless, wouldn't know. Unless we are clear on who we are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. I love that. Um, I feel like there should be, I think, I think an inspired action from that. <laughs> um, I, this inspired action feels like to me has to do with how we might find ways to, to, to increase our truthfulness to ourselves and mm. our honesty with ourselves, right? Mm. What are some of the tools that we can use on a daily basis? that allows us to be in the state of reflection where we can be honest with ourselves, where we're comfortable looking at ourselves in the mirror, full frontal, naked, (laughs) if we have to, literally just 
just out there? Um, and are we comfortable looking at ourselves in our own skin? And are we are we celebrating that to get back to oh, the intention from the that. beginning? I love that. Yes, celebrate, celebrate all that you are in complete honesty, in your own truth, um, with yourself first, right? So, yeah. So I have celebrate all that you are and your own truth. Beautiful. And actually, this reminds me of, um, I, you know, we, we watch or I watch a lot of Eckhart Tolle. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the episodes that I was, um, or one of his talks that I was watching, I think it was yesterday or the day before, um, <clears throat> he was talking about how in meditation, just ask yourself, who am I? Mm. Don't try to answer. Because any answer that your mind conjures up is just going to be, is, you know, this conceptual kind of misinterpretation already, but just ask when you're meditating. So that can be a tool. We talked about Mm. tools to cultivate that, to celebrate all that you are and your own truth. And when meditating, take a moment to just ask yourself, who am I? That's a beautiful, beautiful practice. Um, I actually did this, I think, a year and a half ago when I was studying Sri um, Ramana Maharshi's work. Mm. She is a beautiful, beautiful yogi teacher, enlightened being. And that is actually one of his practices. He um, asked us to practice silence for 21, I did it, I did 21 days. I think it's either 21 or 33 days. And that is, that is something that you guys can do. Like, so this tool that Priya has presented to you from um, her, her listening to Eckhart Tolle, this question of who am I, you can actually use this tool um, consistently. I think consistency and persistence, persistence is going to help us get to, get to those um, higher levels of development, whether it's personal or spiritual or whatever it is that you're looking for. So practicing, asking who am I for 21 days or 33 days would be a beautiful, beautiful way to, to get to that intention, right? That, that, or that inspire action, celebrate all that you are in your own truth. That will help you get to your truth. Beautiful. So good. Ah, Okay. We have two more. Okay. Next we have ha 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 which is humility. Yes. I love this one. I mean, I love them all clearly, but (laughs) (laughs) I, I've been practicing. I haven't been practicing like a humility is kind of a weird thing to say you've been practicing, but (laughs) no, no, I'm not that great. (laughs) (laughs) Practicing patience and non-attachment. Okay. Yes. And non-attachment to not only physical things, Mm. but also ideas and opinions. Mm. And to me, that is a big part of cultivating humility because I feel like as long as we are still in some way attached and it's these are fine nuances. Like I think it takes quite a bit of 
inner clarity to even start to see mm. the finer and finer attachments that we hold to conceptual things and to ideas yes. and to our opinions. And when we're attached to like an idea, let's say I'm having a discussion with someone else um, about a topic. And, you know, let's say I maybe like believe something about the topic. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking about what I believe and those opinions in this discussion. I am more thinking still about myself and what the topic means to me versus really being there for the other person. Right. All ears just taking in with no judgment, no Mm -hmm. attachment to Mm -hmm. what they represent. And to me, humility is all about doing that action, is that being there for other people with no judgment and understanding that back to Lokahi, working with unity, we are one with the universe. Even the person who drives us crazy, even someone who we may disagree with, even someone we've never met, we are all expressions of that universe and all an expression of love and aloha. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so beautiful, Priya. I'm almost lost for words when you said that because we don't... I don't think the word humility is used often in our culture. Mm. Um, This word doesn't come up often to me in general. Like it's not very, it's not very much used. Um, But I love that in our practice is, is pushing us to, to understand this more closely by not just saying the word, like, I don't, I don't really even use that word, right? Like maybe sometimes I use the word, like I'm humbled. Um, but, but in you describing how to practice humility, mm. it's really important because a lot of times we look at a word and we don't understand mm-hmm. what the definition is when we're trying to take action on expressing the energy of that word. And I'm just really grateful that you showed us your version of how to express and practice humility mm. by listening to someone, by, um, by detaching yourself from your own beliefs and your own mm-hmm. judgments and your own opinions. Mm. I say this a lot to people. I, I tell people that, or I share with them that everybody is like a book that's waiting for someone to be read. Mm. Right. And I just, saw this beautiful image of you reading someone else as a beautiful story, as a beautiful book without knowing, right? Like where the story is going to lead. And you're just there as an audience, Mm. right? Celebrating the fact that they have written a story for you to be able to enjoy. Right. That that reminds me of something that you talked about a few months ago, which was something that came a, a vision in your dream about how everyone is here in this life on a stage, like acting out a part. Oh, and yes. we are all the audience. Mm-hmm. We are, yes. And we oh, all Lord. think that we have our own stage, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then we all think that everyone else is like the audience. So that that dichotomy is how oh, we need to kind of understand. It's funny, right? That's so 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how we all kind of view the world in a sense, but we don't understand the concept that that is how we all see it. <laughs> so sort of. That yeah, we're um, all on this stage. And maybe that is a step two true humility is understanding that, that we're all the same. Yes. Yes. In that way. Yes, correct. Yeah. And understanding that will allow us to to be to be able to play the part of an audience or a reader, right? Reading the book, watching the play, and really just enjoying it and back to the intention celebrating life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I also wanted to um to talk a little bit about something else related to humility. And mm-hmm. it's this idea of humility is true humility, not only when it's easy. Ah. So for that. example, when we think of I, I feel like the common kind of um, you know, cultural idea of humility is you maybe go and help somebody in need. <laughs> yes. Right? right? And that is humility. That that's a beautiful expression of humili- humility. Or maybe you are, you know, well to do and you help feed homeless. And maybe you do so in a way where, you know, you are acting like a servant to them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's beautiful. Um, but there are also other places to cultivate that humility that I think are even more difficult. Yes. And um, I'm reminded of this tool, actually, that so I, I know, I don't know if you remember, Amy, but last year, I'm sure you remember, actually, I went to this um, Buddhist retreat in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, for a few days. And, you know, it was a lot of meditation and Dharma teachings. Um, and we had a um, a really nice guy in uh, part of the retreat group. And he was kind of like a political activist. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was very, very um, anti you know, he was a, he was a liberal political activist. So he was very anti a person who you probably will, can guess who that is. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, we won't mention names. We, won't mention, we don't <laughs> mention names. It was interesting because, so the monk who was leading the retreat, we were all chatting about how it's kind of like this idea that, again, it's attachment. Mm-hmm. Any attachment, strong attachment to beliefs kind of obscures our clarity mm-hmm. into seeing things how they truly are with no no judgment. It's a very difficult thing to do consistently. And so what in this retreat, what was happening was that, you know, the monk was presenting some concepts and um this guy who I mentioned was having a little bit of trouble understanding the concepts mm-hmm. because he was very attached to mm. this idea of not liking something or a group of people or, mm. you know, that, that kind of thing. And so here's what the monk said. It's like, okay, everybody here, take a few minutes and think of somebody you don't like or mm-hmm. someone, someone you quote unquote hate or a situation. Yeah you know, someone you hate, and then write down three ways that you're exactly like this person. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. And so this guy did that. 
And he immediately changed. He wow. was like, oh, wow. Like this opened up another part of his heart and his consciousness or his being where I, it just like in real time unlocked right. this whole like spiritual part in him that was previously locked up. Wow. And he could un- now like begin to see and understand all of these concepts, things that, you know, we, we had been talking about in this idea of non-attachment. So it was really interesting, but I say that in the context of humility, because there yeah. are, it doesn't have to be like, um, this, you know, really special occasion where we are going to give food and a shelter to somebody in need. We can practice humility in our daily lives. And some of these situations in our daily lives are actually more difficult to practice humility in because we really have to get detachment from our own beliefs in order to just be there and take in without judgment what's happening around us. That is such a beautiful and easy way to practice humility. And I love that you said that you have to, like finding a way to practice it, even though it's difficult. Mm -hmm. I think that's the key. And that's a beautiful example of your retreat. And also um, the example of that man who, who did not, uh, who found it very difficult to, uh, to kind of separate himself from his attachments or see, have clarity that he does have those attachments, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the more clarity we have, the more powerful our actions and more inspired our actions can be to make the world a better place. That's what I think is key. I think that's, it's, it's, it's really, really great. And I want to bring this actually back to the business um, environment because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we, I know, I know this for a fact because I, I worked in environments where, you know, sometimes when the boss or the CEO tells you to gives you a deadline mm. and you know, it's almost impossible to meet the deadline. Then there's all these people that rally almost against the idea of this deadline that the mm. CEO has set. Then you start to kind of pin, like you kind of create the separation mm. between you and the leader of this organization. <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you start to create these stories and these beliefs and even this vibration that kind of spreads, this energy that kind of spreads in the organization where um where you can't actually work together to achieve that goal mm. any longer. And um I love this practice because this is the tool that you can use in those situations. Think think of three ways, write down three things, how you are exactly the same as the person who gave you um like a frustrated task or a challenging task that you, you don't agree with. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, See it from their perspective. Like if it's, if it is your CEO, is it because they're, they're tight on budget? Is it because, you know, they have a board of directors that they have to report to, right? Like what, what is that urgency for them and how can we understand them from their perspective and detach it from our own needs? and attachments to either time, to resources, whatever that is, Mm. you know, right? All those things. 
Ah, I love that. Should that be an inspired action, do you think? It is. I actually started writing it down. <laughs> nice. So the second, I wasn't sure. Awesome. I wasn't like not paying attention. I was just like, I got to write this down. Yeah. Um, so the second inspired action um, I had, and you can, you know, like upgrade if you want, is to practice humility even when it is difficult. Oh. Yeah. And the tool for that is to write down three things uh, about how you're exactly the same as someone or something that has caused you um, frustration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. You're so on top of it. (laughs) It was so good. I had to write it down before I forgot it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're like writing a book on it right now. That's awesome. (laughs) I love it. We we can. We can publish it. We've been asked to publish a book on inspired action. Oh yeah. We should should definitely do that. Let us know you guys if you guys would like that. Um, Write it in our comments um, in like iTunes or wherever you guys are listening to us. Um, We read those. We really do. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. The last, the last um, characteristic, ahunui, patient perseverance. <laughs> we were just talking about this before we recorded the episode. We should have just recorded the episode, <laughs> like right <laughs> as we began talking. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I love how those two words are pinned together. I always see them as separate, but everything is, is kind of, like you said, unity, connected. We can't really see anything as separate when we're, when we have that mindset. I don't know. I, I practice patience a lot. I, I was a very impatient person growing up, Bria. I think, I think it's because like my dad's energy is always in my space. He's always like, go, go, go. He loves doing things quickly. My mom's very like on the opposite side. She's like mm. a little slower. She takes a lot of time. She spends like five hours in the kitchen to make a meal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I could kind of sense the dynamic of of like what happens when you don't have patience mm. or something mm. and how that can create this energy of, of like rushing into something mm. or this energy of friction between two people. Mm. I'm always very wary of that. Um, even I can't say that I've been practicing patience like ever since I was little, even though I saw that taking place. But it is definitely something that after I got married <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with Ed and he's and and his his pace of life um, is usually a little slower than mine. That like that that the difference in that in that energy has made me practice more patience i know exactly how you feel <laughs> okay <laughs> okay i think that i think that's why initially like we got along so well is because we have that kind of like high energy we uh, share that go, go, vibration. Go. yeah 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 okay i get it <laughs> so how have you been practicing patience then because we we by the way everyone when priya and i are together we do not practice patience so I'm just gonna put it out there. If we're gonna be truthful, honest, right? Like we do not practice but that. We have, but we have, and I think that's what we were talking about. A um, <laughs> couple things. Oh my gosh, so many things to say. How many hours do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> but we shall be patient in bringing up whatever topic arises. Right. Okay. Good. 
But the reason that we started laughing um, when Ahunui came up, patient perseverance, is because how we started Ambassadors of Joy and this podcast was a result of us practicing patience together. Mm. Because every other thing that you and I have worked on in the past. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm holding my breath. Don't I tell me the truth. <laughs> practice patience, Amy. Please release your breath and then take in the next. <sighs> okay, this is, this is in action. <laughs> <sighs> in every other kind of project that we took on, <clears throat> we always had this list of goals, KPIs, things we wanted to get done by what deadline, you know, the, the traditional like business product management approach. And with Ambassadors of Joy, we, we had, we had kind of evolved and we had been thinking about this for a while, a couple of months, not, not that long, but before we started Ambassadors of Joy, and it stemmed from the law of attraction, right? Because she talks about how um, things should be effortless. Mm-hmm. Or they, they talk about, Abraham talks about how things should be effortless. And we kind of learned a little bit about what that means. And a lot of how we cultivated that was being patient, not focusing too much on how are we going to schedule all of these podcasts? How are we going to, you know, write all this script? How are we going to do this and that and that? And let's get it all done. Instead, it was a different approach. It was like, okay, let's have fun with this. You know, let's be peaceful as we go along. Let's focus on the joy that it brings us and on experiencing that joy in the present moment. And I think every time we take that approach, we are, you know, practicing patience because that's where patience arises is from embracing the present moment. And then something else I wanted to also say, because I am act, I'm trying to actively practice patience myself, just like you. Yeah. Um, and it's been my focus for the last couple of weeks, particularly. So I'll kind of change my focus based on where I, what I think I need to be practicing. And so the last couple of weeks, it's been patience. And um, I'm, uh, I'm taking a compassion training class right now uh, at Stanford. And in week one of the class, there was a mini kind of like homework assignment, which was bring mindfulness into one activity that you do mm. over the next week. It's really easy. The activity can be anything. It can be brushing your teeth. Mm. It can be driving somewhere. It can be whatever, but bring mindfulness or, guess, realignment with the present moment, breath awareness into that activity. And so the first time I did that, I actually did that like at least once a day um, because I needed to. (laughs) Um, First time I did it was when I was brushing my teeth in the morning. And I remember I was starting brushing my teeth and I was like, okay, oh, no, no, no. It might have been, 
It might have been when I was washing my face. So I have one of those Clarisonic. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that thing is like, takes like two minutes. I don't even know if it's two minutes. It could be one to two minutes. And it, um, mine kind of goes in three bursts of activity. So there's a pause after the first several seconds, and then there's another pause, and then it's finally done. And usually I like just stop it after I'm like, all right, I'll like do really quickly on my face. And then 15 seconds and I'm all done with this. And I put it on the side. (laughs) Yeah. And this time I'm like, oh, this is a perfect time for me to bring practice mindfulness and bring Mm -hmm. that into this very simple activity. And it immediately made me realize how much I rush through almost everything I do. For no reason, for no reason. There's absolutely no reason I should be rushing. I was in the shower and I had plenty of time. This is at the end of the day and I needed to wash my face. Like, why am I trying to do this thing that only lasts a minute or two? It makes no sense. And then I practiced again when I was brushing my teeth in the morning and I had plenty of time. Um, But I found myself just like the habit of like, all right, just brush my teeth and I'm going to move on to the next thing. What's the next? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I'm just rushing. For what? So that is a you to ask, how am I practicing patience? That is really relevant. That's a tool that I've been actively using over the last couple of weeks. I love that. And it's it's interesting that you they called it um, to, to bring mindfulness hmm. into an activity because I feel like mindfulness, the word has been used so often that yeah. it's so muddled right now. Like people are like, okay, what do you mean by mindfulness? Am I, am I doing yoga? Am I meditating? Or am mm-hmm. I just like, I, I don't know what that is, but for us or for you, it's, I, I love that. I love that you were able to kind of express that so beautifully um, by telling us how you practice mindfulness. So that, that's amazing. So for anyone who's wondering and listening, that, that is a beautiful way. It's, it's, it's that present moment presence, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Bringing yourself into the aware, awareness of now. Yeah. Yeah. Al- alertness, watchfulness, yes. awareness. Yes. Into oh the gosh. present moment. It was just, it was so eye-opening for me, Amy. I just, I always knew that I'm kind of, I'm kind of a mix between there's some things I'm very patient about. But then mm. I realized how impatient I can be and how accustomed to this idea of rushing through things I am on a daily basis. Without knowing. Without knowing. That's the thing because yeah. we are in a very reactionary, I think we talked about this in other episodes as well, but we're in this very reactionary society where everything is like one thing to the next. So if it feels very natural to some of us to just kind of go through life as if we are rushing through life. It's, I went to this meditation once with a group of um, women. Um, and one of the lady was talking about how she's literally rushing to, to, to meditate or like rushing, yeah, <laughs> rushing to a vacation, yeah. Yeah. rushing through life to get there. And it's, it's so funny it, because that's how it feels like almost every second. Like even when you're brushing something, something, that you do to take care of yourself, like such as brushing your teeth or taking a shower. <laughs> We're rushing, yeah. that, right? So yeah. that's so beautiful, Priya. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah. So I think all of that goes into patient perseverance. And I think here, 
the difference is, you know, we talk about effort and putting an effort into what you do. And patient perseverance is like a higher, kind of a a more um, clear way of applying that effort where it's you are putting efforts to something, but also while being very connected to the present moment with that clarity. I love that. I I think you are readjusting my uh, definition of patience a little bit like right now, which Mm. is amazing because I always have this notion that patience means something needs to be slowed down. And I have this idea of being patient means slow. Mm. And I don't think that necessarily has to be always related or that that shouldn't always be the primary recognition of what patience is. Um, it's more of what you are talking about is this connection to what's happening now. Mm-hmm. Rather than, oh, I have to slow down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and em- embracing what's happening now. Yes. Yes. When you're embracing something that's happening now, it's actually not, it's actually not um, slow. It's pretty, it's like right there. You're meeting it in present time. You're one with time, which exactly. doesn't exist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That's Job awesome. is so amazing. Oh, oh Amy, <laughs> that is really interesting. So you're saying patience originally, you were thinking of patience as meaning being slow. However, we talked about how the concept of time, time, time is just a concept. It's, it's, it's right. not real. Yeah. And so true patience, can't, as a result, then be measured according to the slowness or fastness because that's a measure of time. That's correct. Yes. And when you are just fully embracing the present moment, you are one with what we call time. Right. But there is no longer time. It's a moment everybody, all humanity has experienced since the beginning of quote unquote time. It's in the now. Yes in that level of consciousness, in that experience of being one with the present moment, patience just comes. It just is. It, don't work on it. It really is. You don't it, need to. No, you don't. I have to I have to bring it back to our Maui experience because remember how um back when we were talking about the how you got this picture of what these Aloha letters really mean individually how um, Evan's scooter broke, broke and, and we were supposed to record the Ambassadors of Joy, <laughs> day, right? Yeah. And literally, I I knew in the back of my mind that was supposed to happen. And and I was just like, it's okay. Like, I'm enjoying myself. I'm sure Priya's enjoying herself. Okay, <laughs> right? was. And I wasn't even thinking about the fact that you, that that is, how we're practicing our patience mm-hmm. and being in the now, right? Because I don't even think we mentioned, I think when we met up, we didn't even mention like the thing that didn't happen. We were just talking about all the things that did happen, mm. right? Like you're like, oh my God, like I went on this, like this is such an adventure. <laughs> we, were, we were sharing like what Ed and I did the whole day. I wasn't, I wasn't waiting around in the hotel for you either. I was just enjoying whatever was happening to me. Or happening for me mm. in the moment, if if that makes sense. And and you're absolutely right. In the past, I felt like 
I would have been like sitting there calling you, <laughs> messaging you, are you coming back? <laughs> right? No patience or whatsoever. <laughs> no presence, no, no in the now. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so awesome. That's so beautiful. And um, I think that brings us to our third inspired action. Please. Which is bring presence into any activity that you do. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. And by practicing that, we are cultivating everything that we have talked about because all of these beautiful qualities arise from embracing the present moment and then being connected to that true essence of the universe that's experienced through the presence alone. Mm -hmm. The alertness, the watchfulness, the, mm -hmm. the being honest with yourself, truthful to yourself, right? All of that, that unity. Setting our expectations aside to truly be humble. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So today we dissected the meaning of aloha and um, really chatted about all of these different characteristics that the spirit of aloha includes. Yes. So wonderful. It is really wonderful. I. I actually really like diving into every single element yeah. of the Aloha spirit, broken it down um, by the picture that you sent. So make sure to read the show notes because we will type all of this out in the show notes for you guys. Um, and if anyone who's from Hawaii who's listening to this, um, apologies for butchering any of those words. <laughs> Please correct us. We would love to hear from you. Um, but we will um, have all of the information that we shared here in the show notes. So please check that out. Um, it's going to be posted on our website at ambassadorsofjoy.love. <laughs> .love. And um, Amy, just to say, you had mentioned in this episode earlier about how we tend to kind of use like language and words without thinking about what they truly mean. And so I think it's so beautiful that this episode was all about really understanding yes. what this word means and then, and then using it. Yeah. So in the next episode, now that we understand um, the qualities of aloha, the characteristics, the energies. We're going to take that in the next episode. Read the excerpt from the um, magazine that Priya mentioned in the beginning of this episode, and apply all of that in the business setting. I know we touched upon that a little bit here, um, but really want to take it to the next level and see how we can bring that and practice it in our daily lives when we are. Um, approaching our businesses, our families, and anything that has to do with our daily lives. Fantastic. <laughs> so good. Um, and I know, Amy, you have some, some stuff typed up on the inspired actions. Would you like yes. to recap them for us? I would love to. So here's a quick summary of our three beautiful, beautiful inspired actions from this amazing episode. Um, number one, the first inspired action is to celebrate all that you are in your own truth. Just let that sink in for a little while. It's just so beautiful. 
And the tool that Priya mentioned, which I love, is to ask yourself this one question. The question is, who am I? And um, try not to use your thinking mind to answer. It's not your name. It's not the job title that you hold. <laughs> if, you, if those things, it's not, it's not mom. If you're a mom, <laughs> it's not dad. If you're dad, it's none of those things. Um, but just kind of sit with that for a while and see what comes up. Not immediately, not even for like a couple of days. Like hey, that's where we can practice patience. Yes. You can <laughs> practice patience, I love that. Yes. So do it for, and perseverance, right? Like you can do this for like 21 to 33 days. It's beautiful practice. And let us know how it goes. So that's the first inspire action with the first tool. And then the second one is to practice humility, even when it is difficult. That's the key there. Even when it's difficult. And the tool that Priya also shared with us for the second one is to simply think of someone or something that has frustrated you for a long time in your life and that you hold a certain belief or energy, whether it is um, anger or, or um, dispute, whatever that is, fear, yes, pain, whatever that is. And you want to just write down three things about how you're exactly like that exactly the same or like that person or that thing that has caused you to feel this emotion and really reflect on how you feel after you've done that practice. So that's the second one. And then the last but not least, the third one is to bring presence into any activity that you do. Um, And the tool that we said to do this is to Um, listen to this episode and practice the aloha spirit through the letterings that we shared today. Um, The unity, the alertness, the watchfulness, the the patience, the perseverance, and the, and uh, what else is there? Honesty and and humility. And humility. Yes, that's right. So that like practicing any of those aspects will really bring you into the now. And when you're in the now, you'll have the presence. Um, And those are all things that will help us get into the state. So hopefully you can um, practice that in any activity that you do. I think one example I just want to call it out is practical and we want to be practical is um, Priya practicing um, brushing her teeth or using her um, cleanser um, and just not rushing through. So if there's an activity that you do every day, (laughs) every day, there's so mundane to you that you're just like not even thinking about anything. Practice, bring presence and mindfulness into the activity. Wow. That's such a beautiful summary of everything, Amy. I'm so grateful you wrote all that down. Oh, so nice. So we like to end our episodes, um, bringing us back to the intention just for, um, a few seconds. And, um, we started this episode with celebrating life Mm -hmm. as our intention and I really feel like we've brought, you know, we brought that in um, into this energy and it's been fantastic. So let's all, let's all celebrate life with the spirit of aloha. Yes. Amy, would you like to ring the chimes so we can just let that sit for a few seconds? Yes, let's do that. Here we go.
That was such an amazing episode. I am so grateful to be here with you, Priya, to be here with everyone who is joining us on this Aloha Spirit. Um, I hope you guys had so much fun. <laughs> and because this took a took a little while to get all of our thoughts in, all of this amazing energy in, we're going to do it in the next episode. Yeah. So join us um, in our next episode where we apply the spirit of Aloha to business and to our work and really talk about that a little bit more closely. I already know it's going to be amazing. Yes. And if you like this episode, leave us a note on wherever you're listening to us. We'll definitely be reading the comments and subscribe to this podcast. And last but not least, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, We're going to restart that account really quickly. We were taking a vacation, (laughs) but we will be back on there. So we hope to see you there. We're going to be engaging with our community. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you so much.